Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy, on the show with me for the next hour as we figure out how the hell the Toronto Maple Leafs are possibly going to blow this game tonight. Our single-entry assassin, Joshua Harris. You know the Leafs are going to blow it tonight. See, that's the thing. Like, we're just... We just have to kind of like talk it out. Yeah. How are they going to blow this magnificent spot they're in tonight? But like, it's coming. The avalanche is coming with them because they have the highest expected goals for in the league and the lowest or the second lowest shooting percentage. Like when the storm matches up, they're going to, ha- they're going to win like 13 to two or something. And you're just going to have to have everything where you're just, you can log off your computer at seven ten. I mean, we saw that. Not really, but kind of in a way with with Tampa Bay last night. I suppose that that leads right into our, our slate review of last night. Uh, before we do that, just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Yahoo Fantasy. Thank you for sponsoring our show. We do have a, a, a little giveaway potentially uh, through Yahoo. We'll get to that a little bit later, but thanks to Yahoo Fantasy. Let's start. Let's talk about that slate last night because Tampa Bay went in uh, to, to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got, I think, one or two late goals, but you know, Tampa Bay mostly carried that game. And it's, you know, I don't want to say it was coming because it's not like Tampa Bay was one of the most electric teams through the first two weeks of the season, but we know how good they can be and we know how many injuries Pittsburgh has. So it kind of seemed like eventually Tampa was going to break through and and Pittsburgh was going to let up. And, you know, that's kind of what happened last night. Yeah, uh, I didn't have any Tampa, but I actually ended up having a good night. I, you know, ran really good with my late my late guys, but. Yeah, Tampa is going to turn it around, it looks like, or at least regress back to their mean. I don't know how good of a team they actually are. You know, the bottom six is a bit iffy, but they're still going to be a playoff team. I don't think – I wouldn't necessarily call them cup contenders, but they'll make some noise in the East. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember Kucherov out, right? Like, arguably the best offensive center or offensive winger in hockey, um, missing him – you know, last year they could go through it. Like you said, they had that extra third line uh, this year. Uh, not as much. We should talk about some winners because we had uh, – I know you had a good night last night. I didn't personally. I lost uh, a little over half my entries. You had – you went 4X last night, I believe you said? Yeah, like 4 or 5X in cash. I ended up finishing third in the 121 single entry. Almost – almost got into the Osama Hall of Fame. Still waiting. We'll get to that later. But, yeah, I saw some uh, – some guys in our Discord had a very good night. I saw someone tag us this morning. They took down the uh, 15, I believe, for 20 grand. It was a good night for him. Congratulations. I like winning, and I know you like winning too, but it does feel really good when our advice ha- makes everyone else winners. 
yeah, we do have to shout out Spuffer here. Uh, DFS Spuffer on Twitter uh, sent you and I uh, a message saying he used Fantasy Cruncher uh, and he used some tips from our show. I believe he used, uh, he said Nikolai Ehlers was the was uh, your power play because he was your power play or your hat trick pick yesterday, sorry. Uh, and he that put him on Ehlers in cop. So anyway, Spuffer, yeah, Spuffer took down the $15 for 20K. Uh, he took down uh, the 20 max as well for another 1500 basically went 20 X on $1,200 in entries or like 22 X or whatever. So, uh, you know, 25 K night in NHL is never a bad night. So congratulations to Spuffer. That's, you know, that was uh, a really, really great night from him. Um, and he had a zero in his lineup too. I think that's, <laughs> we can get pretty we can get pretty frustrated playing dfs when things don't go our way early um and you got to think yesterday you know if you're sitting there he had a michael backland one-off you're sitting there with a michael backland one-off calgary puts up five he puts up a bagel you got to think you're probably cooked right and you know he goes ahead and takes down 25k it just goes to show you you're never really out of it it's funny too because ehlers through two period had a 0.0, .0. like he had nothing no shots on goal no blocks and then in the last minute of the game, like he donked an assist on the first Winnipeg goal late in the third. So he had five points and then he scored two goals in a minute and he got the three point bonus and went up to, he had a 24 and a half point period. We love to see it. Um, but yeah, then I got the, you know, Horvat scored late too. It was, it was, a, it was a good night. Yeah, like, it was, it, it was a good night uh, for some of the people that did follow our advice. Uh, congratulations again to Spuffer. Uh, just a monster night from him. Let's hope we can keep this this uh, good ship lollipop rolling. Uh, while everybody's here and watching, if you could, please uh, give us a little thumbs up. I see nearly 100 people watching, only about 20 thumbs. Just give us a little like uh, if you could. And a subscription. Uh, click that subscribe button. Uh, we're at 63,500 right now. The more subscribers we get, uh, the more shows we can bring. NFL, uh, MLB's wrapping up, but we have PGA, we have NBA, uh, obviously NHL. Uh, so please just click that subscribe button. Uh, it does really help us out. All right, let's move this along. Let's get to our first game. We have, there, this is a very interesting game, I think. We have the Boston Bruins with a 2.8 implied gold total. They're going into Florida. The Florida Panthers have a 3.2 implied gold total. Um, a couple quick changes to Boston's second line uh, from what they have been playing for most of the season. It looks like Charlie Coyle and Jack Studnicka are going to be on the second line with Taylor Hall. Um, Craig Smith uh, is out, obviously. Um, I think that kind of hurts that line. Like, Craig Smith is a pretty good two-way player, but we'll dig into that uh, in a little bit. Um, I think there's stuff to like on both sides here. Uh, it is a six total, so it's not like we can just ignore it. Uh, what do you like from this game? Because I think there might be something uh, on both sides that, that people are going to be looking towards. Yeah. I'm not sure there's much in cash that you really want to pluck from this game. Like Bergeron's really cheap at 5,900, but there are very good center options tonight. This is a GPP game for me, and I like both sides. Top lines are going against top lines, and they both have excellent numbers. Uh, I, I think, like, <laughs> you look at their defensive numbers, they're both in a big sample. This isn't like, yo, they played like a week together. This is like season samples here. They've allowed six high danger chances against per 60, both of them, and their expected goals against is around one and a half goals. Like it, it just, it's tough to really like go over the field on both of these top lines and feel confident about it. Going to the Bergeron line, not a great 
thing, not a good long-term profitable strategy in DFS going into the Barkov line, not a long-term profitable strategy. So I think you can have some just because the, the total is six and you're looking at, you know, ownership on Florida's and check. They're like four or 5% at home, which is a bit surprising, but I, I get it. There's, you know, McDavid on the slate, Matthews on the slate. So I think a way to get a bit contrarian, maybe go Florida one, but I understand if you don't want to poor power play correlation and you're going into one of the best lines in the league. Although, you know, they've had their issues <laughs> a little bit so far this season. So you see the ownership on Boston one, you know, 14%. That seems a bit high for me, for my taste. I mean, I if I was making 20, I'd probably have them in one or two just because they're an elite line. They're fully correlated, et cetera, et cetera. And I hate sounding like I'm just like the biggest Florida two stand of all time. But like this is the line that I prefer to use. That second line, you know, with Studnicka there is not as good defensively. You know, Taylor Hall and Charlie Coyle do have decent numbers together, def- defensive numbers together in a, in a pretty small sample, but you know, Studnicka being there definitely is downgrade Sam Bennett, Huberto, Tippett, their numbers, you know, they're getting up to a decent sample size where you can start saying, you know, this is going to be what they are. And, you know, 64% Corsi four, 3.61 expected goals for. So I think, you know, once you get past the first lines, it might be a little slow paced, but like the second and third lines, the game might, you know, the pace of play might pick up a little bit. And I do like Florida too. So I'm completely fine with Boston one, Florida one, even some of Boston two, Florida two is my favorite play, but I think there's a lot to like in MME in this game. Yeah, I want to talk about that Boston second line because I think you make a lot of good points about Studnicka, especially being a downgrade. I, I do think he is a downgrade. I think that the thing with Coyle and Hall having good defensive numbers, I think to me um, that ta- that talks about Craig Smith being there, right? Because Smith, Coyle, and Hall were a line at one point. Um, for his career, Charlie Coyle has generally been a poor defensive player. Um, and same thing with Jack Studnicka. Like those guys have generally been for their NHL careers below average defensively. And Taylor Hall is pretty good at driving offense, but he's not elite defensively either. So I'm with you again on that Florida second line. Like their offensive numbers have come down a bit from last year, but like you said, they're still really good. Like 2.7, 2.8 expected goals for per 60 minutes just this season, not including last year. That's still great numbers offensively. Like even a, even a, a downgrade for them is still are still great numbers. Um, I think they can probably give some up at the other end. Their defensive numbers haven't been great, but one thing I want to just caution people about uh, is expected goals numbers early in the season can kind of get skewed by you know flurries of shots. Like a lot expected goals are a lot of it is driven by proximity to the net, and if you have a flurry of like three or four rebounds within like five or six feet of the crease, it's going to give you uh, an absurdly high expected goals number that's going to take a while to flatten out. So like, (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) the wild Florida twos defensive numbers look bad. They haven't been allowing a lot of shots. So I got to think maybe uh, there's a little bit of wonkiness there, but either way, like I'm with you. I still like Florida two. I think you can just straight three man stack them. Like, I don't think this is one of the cases where you have to throw in a Barkov or throw in a horn fist to try to get different. I think you can just go ahead and three-man stack Florida two, even strength. That's just fine. Um, if you want to do the same thing with Boston two, I think Boston two is definitely in play as well, but I'm definitely much lower on them than I am on the Florida second line. Um, Florida one, like 
they've been really good this year. And I like, I know what you mean by they're not perfectly correlated and all of that, but I think two man's here makes sense. Like if you want to get away from a lot of ownership, uh, maybe you don't want to eat like 30% Matthews or probably higher or 30% McDavid or probably higher. And you want to get like a 10% bark off. I think like a bark off Duclair or a bark off or Hagee or something like that. A two man is just fine. But I am focusing most mostly on Florida three here. Uh, dropping down to the defenseman, um, Charlie McAvoy, he's 5,600. He has the lowest shot rate of all Boston defensemen. Like he's a guy that just hasn't shot a lot in his career. Uh, so it tells me like if he's going to have a monster night, other Boston players are going to have to have big nights as well. So like, I'm not sure I want off McAvoy. I think if I play a Boston one or a Boston two, like I can stick him in at that point, but I'm not sure I want off him. I do like Gustav Forsling for Florida. Uh, we we like him when he stays under 4K. Uh, he's 3,900. That's probably the upper end of what we play him at, but he's definitely in my range at that price. Good is 2,700 as well. Anybody else stick out to you? Yeah, uh, Mackenzie Weger's price is coming down. Like 4,800 is still a bit high, but with those minutes and his productivity, I think uh, you can one-off him. If you're in that range where you're like, I don't know if I should upgrade a forward because I have 4,500 to 5,000, I think Weger makes for a fine one-off. Ekblad, interesting play tonight. He's not getting much ownership, 6,600. I think, you know, I don't know if I'd one-off him. I mean, obviously, if I had the salary, I would, but I think I would limit him to Florida stacks. I think it, it, it'd just be tough to one-off, right? Because if you're not playing Florida-Boston and you're one-offing Ekblad, that means you're probably playing like Toronto or Edmonton or something like that, right? And then you start running uh, into expensive problems. So it depends on your lineup. But, yeah, I, I kind of see what you mean here. In net. Linus Allmark, Sergey Bobrovsky. I wrote up Linus Allmark for my Power Plays article uh, that's up on the site. 7,600 on the road for Boston. Florida is one of the top shot volume teams in the league this year. Uh, even as good as Boston is defensively, I think there is a chance that Allmark sees the bonus here tonight. Yeah, I like both goalies in this game. Despite it being a six total, I think you can definitely put them in your correlated stacks. And I think you can consider both as one-offs as well. Yeah, uh, just for uh, posterity's sake, uh, we do have Linus Allmark kind of in, in the middle of the pack for saves, but we have Spencer Knight higher. So, uh, or, you know, Bobrovsky, if he, if he starts. So uh, either of the goalies here, I think makes sense. Um, all right, let's move it to the next game. We have the Detroit Red Wings with a 2.6 implied goal total. They're going into Washington. The Caps have a 3.5 implied goal total. Uh, Tyler, because this game's in America, Tyler Bertuzzi is going to be in the lineup uh, for Detroit. He should be on the top line with Dylan Larkin. Uh, and I'm going to keep calling him Mason Raymond for the rest of his career, man. Oh, like I've been making a mistake. I, I did that at the site that I write about for season long fantasy hockey. And I actually got him trending on our site because I <laughs> called him Mason Raymond in an article, but it's Lucas Raymond, uh, on the top line. Uh, Washington looks like they're going to be going with the same lineup that they, uh, just blew off, uh, Ottawa's doors with a couple nights ago. Um, I don't know if there's as much to like in this game as there was in the last one, but there's surely going to be a lot of Washington ownership here with that total. So what do you like, Josh? Yeah, uh, this is a very good spot for Ovechkin because, one, Washington's at home, so they're going to send Lars Eller out against the Detroit top line. So, you know, Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, probably going to get Fabry, Pia Suter, Philip Zadina. Pretty high event line there both ways, so... Um, lots of ownership on Caps 1 for good reason. They have a 3.5 total there at home. You know, actually, it's not, you know, with Matthews and McDavid on the site, on the site, or on the site, on the slate, 
you know, Kuznetsov is probably going to go overlooked. You know, Ovechkin's going to get his 25 to 30%. So if, if you really like the cap sign, you're looking to fade one of like Toronto or Edmonton. I think if you're going to use Ovechkin, I would use Kuznetsov and Wilson with him or, you know, leave Wilson off and add an Oshi just to get like a three man. Cause I think Ovechkin is going to be a pretty popular one-off uh, tonight. So I think you can do mix and match on the power plays here. I do like the second line. Uh, the second line is going to get the, I believe the bottom six of the the wings here. Yeah. And Connor McMichael, apparently he had pretty good numbers in the minors. It's 2,800 on the secondary power play, but Ovechkin plays the both power play units. So Oshie coming off a hat trick, still only 4,300. Mantha 4,800 power play one. They're getting, you know, Nemestikov, Rasmussen, Adam Ernie, just a who's who of nobody. So, I mean, I, I, I like the Caps top six here. And then on the Detroit side, you know, even, you know, with Eller going up against Detroit one, his line mates aren't exactly world leaders defensively. Like Carl Hagelin's a nice player. He's pretty decent defensively. Garnett Hathaway is okay. But, like, I kind of like, you know, the Detroit top line here. They don't have a very big sample. And like you said, you know, the expected goals gets a bit skewed, and theirs is one of them. It's over four and a half per 60, uh, which is, you know, just psycho fuel. But, like, I, I think, you know, on this slate, going Detroit one is going to be very contrarian. Um, but they fully correlate on the power play. And I think if you're building an MME, you definitely – should have some and you know it won't take much to get over the field yeah there's there's no ownership on them i just checked our latest run for top stacks less than one percent and washington's not an elite defensive team either um so yeah i'm with you i think you can do it even in in a uh maybe not a three max because i guess you know with toronto (laughs) toronto and mcdavid on the slate that might be a little bit scary but absolutely yeah in your 20 max 150s whatever detroit won Washington power play is just where I'm focusing here. Um, I want to talk. There are a lot of things I want to talk about. Actually, one is John Carlson wrote him up in my power plays article as well. 5,300 on DraftKings. Like he might be losing a step, but it doesn't matter as long as long as he has the role that he has. 5,300 is just way too cheap. I think on FanDuel it's more of a question where he's. I think it's like 6,400 or something like that. But I think on DraftKings 5,300 is just fine. And I'm with you. Uh, go ahead and mix in Ovechkin with like an Oshi and Kuznetsov or Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, you know, Mantha, uh, something like that. Mix up your power play stacks. I think that's where we're going with Washington. I know Washington's power play numbers don't look very good I guess, so far this year, but again, really early, still only two weeks into the season. Uh, they definitely uh, earned some slack with us. Connor McMichael is the guy to talk about. You talked about him, about how good his stats were uh, in the minor leagues. I wrote, that's another guy I wrote about. In, uh, in the power plays article with you or this morning, I'm going to just going to share a bit of that with you right now. In the AHL last season, McMichael managed nearly four shots on goal per game, sitting at 3.85. Just as a barometer, and that's as a 20 year old player, just as a barometer, any age of a player, any player in the NHL, doesn't in the AHL, sorry, if he's like 28, if he's shooting three shots per game, he's probably an NHL caliber offensive player. The fact that this was a 20 year old doing it is just incredible. Not only that, I think he had 27 points in 33 games as a 20-year-old in the AHL, which led his team uh, in scoring. Uh, at Dobra Hockey, which is where I do my season-long fantasy stuff, uh, 
in his draft plus one year, he put up two points per game in junior, and we had him as a future superstar. Like, this is a guy who was drafted, and the knock against him was, does he have the smarts? That was it. It wasn't whether he had the skill. Everybody knew he had the skill to be a top six center. It's whether he had the brains to put it together. And all the, uh, you know, they've been raving about him. So uh, I'm really in on Washington too. I'm going to throw in McMichael even in some power play stacks just because he's so cheap. Uh, do like that Washington power play and McMichael and Carlson here tonight. But as you mentioned, like Detroit's not really been a pushover so far this year, right? Like their defensive numbers are more towards like the middle of the league and their entire top six has been good defensively. Uh, the second line I would, I'm going to note has played uh, a much higher pace, like trading shots back and forth. So I think that's why I kind of like Washington too, as an even strength stack better, um, as you mentioned. So if I'm going to even strength stack anything, it's Washington too. Uh, but I just like the power play um, as a whole in here. Um, one guy I want to mention is Philip Zadina uh, skating on the second line. He's leading Detroit in shot rate this year. Um, whether that sticks or not, we'll see. But I don't mind him uh, as a little decent one-off. Uh, on the blue line, I already brought up John Carlson uh, because of his price on DraftKings. Uh, Moritz Cedar, he's looked really good for Detroit early, but he's not on the top power play unit. That's a little bit of a concern. Uh, anybody else stick out to you? Is Morris Cedar the guy who got drafted like six overall and was like completely shocked that he got drafted? No, uh, I don't know if he was shocked, but a lot of people were because he was a guy ranked towards the end of the first round or in the second round. And everybody's like, who? And <laughs> okay, here yeah. we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like him too. Um, yeah. Carlson price is just silly, especially for being on power play one. Cause if the power play goes off, he's probably going to be involved. Um, other than that, you know, there's not too much in this game. They're chronic at 2,900, but, like, not really itching to put you know, Red Wings defense in my lineup. Yeah, I, I don't think that's, like, again, if you're correlating or something, I think that's fine, but I don't think one-offing uh, Detroit Red Wings defenseman yeah. is the way to go. All right. Uh, if you want to get access to all the great Awesome Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there, we have an Awesome Plus weekly pass for just $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium Slack, our premium Slack channel, our premium Discord, lineup builder, and so much more. If you're a new if you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, you can take advantage of the promo code we have for the show, which is NHL Strategy Show. All caps, all one word. That's NHL Strategy Show for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find this link to activate this coupon in the description of the video below. And of course, if you're looking to play only NHL DFS, then you can sign up for our, one of our Osmo Plus NHL package for as low as $4 a week. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. Uh, for new users, that's the promo code NHL Strategy, all caps, all one word for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. And if you want to check out our premium tools and content before uh, investing any of your um, investing any of your money with us. We do have some free tools up on the site today, as we usually do. Uh, we have NBA PG or NBA ownership rankings. We have PGA top golfers, and we have NHL ownership projections for tonight's slate, all up on the site. So whether you're playing NBA, PGA, or NHL, there's some free content, free premium content, and tools up on the site that you can check out before you want to make a long-term subscription. All right. Move it along. Let's get to what I think is the main event of the entire slate. Uh, should be an interesting game. 
Uh, Toronto has a 3.4 implied goal total. They're going into Chicago. Uh, the Blackhawks have a 2.7 implied goal total. Of course, the Blackhawks, just an absolute catastrophe right now. Uh, Vice President of Hockey Operations fired for uh, failing to report a sexual assault. Uh, general Manager fired for failing to report a sexual assault. They resigned, but you know, it was you're fired or you can resign. Um, so they're both out. Uh, Jonathan Taze uh, on the COVID list, Patrick Kane on the COVID list, there are a few other players, uh, Henrik Borgstrom on the COVID list. So no GM, no vice president, no top center, no top right winger, uh, no third line center. Uh, the, besides that, the team's just been an absolute dumpster all season, both offensively and defensively. So why don't you give us some good news here, Josh? Uh, Kubalik. <laughs> yeah that's as good as the news gets gets tonight google might play yeah. 17 minutes yeah man but like the leafs ownership percentages aren't even like egregious for a five game slate the thing is like i see the tavares mornaker foot line getting more ownership than the matthews bunting Nylander line and i don't know why like i know why the prices on tavares and marner are very reasonable the problem is, like, the numbers for that line are not reasonable. They are awful. They are so bad together. Um, and then, how, you know, how bad, Josh? How bad are they together? Marner is such a fraud without Matthews. Like, just massive fraud without Matthews. Just look up the numbers. Just go to Natural Stat Trick and be like, "Wowie, Matthews Marner." I almost spit my water everywhere. <laughs> No, but like it's crazy. I, I like I've never seen some like a someone who's perceived an elite winger numbers just be completely Jekyll and Hyde without the center. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. I hope he you know bounces back. Do I really though? We don't know. But like, so for me, like I, I don't know if I can get behind the Tavares Marner line. Like I I get I get the price here. And their power play one. I just don't know if I want to, you know, have a 25% John Tavares with a 20% Mitch Marner with their num- numbers bad. Yeah, maybe the Blackhawks cure that. Maybe they're the medicine that they need. But if that's going to be the ownership there, I'm going to go towards the top line for sure. Bunting, Matthews, Nylander. I'm going to full stack that line. Um, I'm going to include Bunting. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think, you know, he's going to be half the ownership, maybe even less or more than half the ownership, or 
I confuse myself, but Bunting's going to be way lower owned than Matthews, and I think you can include him in the three-man to get a lower owned three-man. So I think a lot of people are going to go double center with the Leafs tonight, do like a Matthews, Tavares, Nylander three-man stack. So I think a way to get a bit different is to put in Bunting. He's a good scorer. Um, the Leafs have to break out of this some point, and I just wish it was on an island game or a really big, really, really big slate where they weren't getting a lot of ownership. But this is just an incredible spot for them. It's probably the best spot they've been in all season, which is saying something because they played some pretty bad teams. But so I'm in on the top line. I'm a bit worried on the second line because of the ownership, but I do like the power play. If you want a power play stack, that's fine. On the Blackhawks side, I don't know. Like you see these lines, like they're four, even the, the top line for the Blackhawks, four or 5%. I just, I, I don't know what the lines are going to be like, if they're going to stick, like Dylan Strom is making a season debut in the top six and like everyone is down on him on the league. So like, if I was going to do anything, it'd probably be like to bring cat Kubalik two man, if you want to include Kirby doc, but really I'm going to be probably just completely off the Hawks. Yeah, I'm, I just I wanted to mention the ice time for Chicago because I think obviously that's a team that's probably just going to get completely overlooked tonight, one of the lowest totals on the slate, and everybody knows just how dysfunctional they are right now. But at the same token, Kirby Doc is going to play 20-plus minutes. Alex DeBrincat is going to play 20-plus minutes. You know, Dominique Kubelik is probably going to play 17 or 18 minutes. Brandon Hagel is probably going to play 18 minutes. Like, there's going to be guys here that are going to get ice time to play together to score. It's just... We, who knows what the lines are going to look like, you know, for warm-ups, who knows what they're going to look like for the first period. So I don't know if I would like, I think the furthest I would go is maybe like a doc to bring cat two man. Cause I think that's about the only thing you might be able to rely on. So um, I don't mind one-offing somebody like the bring cat or Kubalik for this slate, because I do think they get a lot of minutes and they go wildly overlooked. Um, but I'm just not outright stacking anything. I'm with you on Toronto. I'm, I'm actually going to, I'm, Right now, I think I'm only going to do a single lineup. Uh, and I have right now, I have the double center, like you mentioned. Um, it's just, it's really easy to fit in uh, that double center. And then you can still fit in uh, another stack elsewhere. And then, you know, you throw in your Michael Buntings and your Willie Nylanders. You can even throw in Marner if you want that fraud. So um, <laughs> if you guys, you know, I, the Toronto ownership has come up through the day, but it's still not extreme. And there are plenty of ways to get different. Like you can just flat out Josh stack here too, right? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, this, like, this is obviously a spot where if you want a six man stack onslaught on DraftKings, that's a, a perfectly fine idea as well. Um, should note that Toronto changed up their power play a little bit. They're using the same personnel, but they did move Willie Nylander to the middle, kind of that old Nazem Kadri role. Uh, I think that's probably the best role for him um, because he's not, I don't think he's like a great shooter. So you don't want him taking those off angle shots like Kucherov does or something like that. I think just having him in the middle and tipping and deflecting and maybe, you know, the odd one timer, I think that'll work well. So let's see how that goes uh, on the blue line here. You know, we talk about how Toronto's defensemen don't really shoot a lot and they're not shooting a lot again this year. Rasmus Sandin, Leads them in shot rate, but he's not getting enough ice time to really be a shot bonus threat. So, like, I don't know how much Toronto defenseman I want here. Like, Jake Muzzin, 3,400, obviously, I think is perfectly fine. Um, you know, maybe he can dock and assist in a couple shots or something like that. But I think other than that, it's just correlating Riley with my power play stacks. Yeah. Uh, you know, Josh, talking about Josh stack, you just power play one stack and add in, add in like a Kasha or add in a bunting. And there's your six man. 
But um, yeah, Muslin thirty four hundred. His price that's the lowest price he's been, I think, since he went to the Leafs. So Riley doesn't do anything for me, but he's on the power play, so there's that. Seth Jones sixty four hundred. He might play thirty minutes tonight. Who knows? But um, Connor Murphy not too bad at thirty two hundred. Like these guys are just going to get like bombarded. So there, there's a good chance like there's going to be blocks go around. Calvin DeHaan, Connor Murphy, very reasonably priced. Yeah, I, I want to get your thought on, on Toronto 3 because, you know, we talk about how sometimes we talk about how when you have a high total, you want to dump down some lines and get away from the super high own lines. We have Toronto 3 coming in at 1% uh, in, a, in a game with the second high, third highest total on the slate. Um, is that a line that you would three man stack, two man stack? Like, how do you, like, what would you do there? Do you even want to use them? I mean, they're 7,500. Yeah. I, I joked yesterday. Everyone's like, oh, the Leafs are breaking out. I was like, yeah, Pierre Eng- Engvall is going to have a seven point game. So, like, I don't know. I, I'd maybe, you know, one off Akasha or have a two man with Engvall and Kasha just to get the, because if you're looking to power play, stack the Oilers, you're going to need savings somewhere. And Kasha's not bad from in price. He shoots the puck. Engvall is decent, you know, I don't know if I'd full stack them, but like they're going into the Hawks who are just, <laughs> yeah, just it's like uh, the, the Sens general manager. We are a team. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the guy from the Michael Jordan documentary. Where yeah, you yeah. With one of these. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I, I honestly don't mind uh, taking a couple pieces from that third line. Yeah. Me neither, man. Um, I think that's, I think that's a good spot to onslaught too. Like if you really want to onslaught, do like Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, Riley, and then a couple third liners. Um, and then you can still stack decent players besides that. So yeah, do like Toronto three here tonight. Do not be afraid to dump down to them. Uh, you know, if you're playing 20 max or 150 or whatever. Uh, in net here, the Blankenin is is starting in goal. Um, 7,400. Like he has to see a ton of shots here tonight, right? It's just a matter of whether he gets pulled and whether he lets in five. Yeah, I think he can take a couple gambles. Like um, with Leonard yesterday, and ended up working out because they won. I don't have as much confidence in the Blackhawks winning as I did Vegas yesterday. Like, And my confidence in Vegas was very low. But Lankin is going to see 35, 40 shots. Just a question of if he lets in like three or seven. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, I, I don't know if he'd be my one goal. He's going to be my one goalie in my single lineup. Um, but, uh, you know, if I was playing 20 max tonight, then, yeah, absolutely. He would definitely be in my mix. Um, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo, sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play that's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you need immediate access, email support at osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 below, which can be used to enter any Yahoo contest. Make sure to use our DFS tool, our premium DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. And I think the best part out of all this, I guess the three month of Osmo Plus Platinum is pretty good because that's a very big value. But the 12% management fees um, for people that are newer to the DFS, that's just the rate that the that the sites take. Um, DraftKings for lower stake stuff, you'll see a lot of 15%. Uh, 12% is very nice. That 3% on every dollar you spend, uh, it really does add up 
over time, believe me. So uh, if you're just wanting to dip your toes into DFS and you don't want to go up against guys that are putting out tens of thousands of dollars every night, Yahoo is a great spot to do it. Uh, you know, lower stakes and lower entries, but also uh, softer fields and, you know, helps you build, build up that bankroll and gets used to playing NHL uh, for when you want to dip your toes into some bigger prize pools. So again, if you're new to Yahoo, link below uh, to get one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Um, let's move it along. Our next game, Vegas, 2.7 implied gold total going into Dallas eventually with a 2.8 implied gold total. I say they're going into Dallas eventually because something came across the newswire while we were on the show. Um, Vegas's flight from last Vegas played last night uh, and their flight was delayed going into Dallas. They're still not in Dallas as we speak right now. They're expected to get into Dallas about three and a half hours before game time, which puts them at the rink two and a half to three hours before game. Like they're not going to have any sort of game day routine here today. Um, one of our buddies was asking why the Dallas side was getting steamed so hard uh, in the betting markets. And then a couple hours later, we find out that their flight was delayed. So a lot of money has moved to Dallas in the last couple hours because of that. Like, I don't know how much that would actually affect, but one thing we do know about, about any pro athlete, hockey players especially, is that they're very superstitious about their routines. Like they want to eat the same things, get up at the same time, nap at the same time, go to the rink at the same time. Obviously when you're on the road, things change. Um, but I can't imagine any player is used to having absolutely nothing go on through the entire day and then just show up at the rink, you know, three hours before the game. Yeah. They're creatures of habits or creature of habits. Oh man, I, I I'm we're talking about the stars. Like I'm just blacking out. Like <laughs> that's how much this game bothers me today. But yeah, like it's gotta affect them. I don't know. Like Brossois is probably gonna be in that. He's not a slouch either. Uh, he's a good backup, and I think people just love stacking against like Brossois, but he's actually good. So this is an interesting game for me. Yeah, like when I look at this game, you know, not only do we have uh you know vegas getting in late we have all those cheap players from dallas we have all the injuries on the vegas side like there's just a lot that's that's really interesting from top to bottom i think there you know we always talk about how over owned vegas 2 generally is they're a line that's kind of sticking out for me here tonight but i want to get your thoughts on this game from both sides first yeah jason robertson back that is good that is good i keep finding myself clicking in Joe Pavelski at 2,600. It just feels awful. The dude is just a fine dust at this point, but 2,600 power play one. I think you got to consider it. That top line is fully correlated on the power play. They're very cheap. They're going to be popular because they're a, you know, they're going to be a filler. Um, I still worry about their even strength minutes. Like their time on the ice has been up and down and it has not been a good up and down. It's been very low. Uh, so in GPPs, I do worry about their time on ice here tonight. Uh, but both of the top two lines I'm interested in, that second line, Gurionov, Ben Radulov, I think I prefer them to the top line in GPPs. Um, you know, they're cheaper, and you get Ben Gurionov on the second power play, Radulov top power play. I just, I don't know, Pavelski is just, he, there's name value, and I get it, and his price, he just has, I think, like, what? In his past five games, he has five shots on goal and no points. Like, there's just 
I feel like I'm just clicking in Joe Thornton here. And, and it's painful. Wow. It's painful. Wow. Painful. Sorry, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I think in GPPs, I find myself going to the second line. If you want to go down to that third line too, uh, Sagan, Kiviranta, two man is perfectly acceptable. Um, on the Vegas side, I do agree with you. Vegas top line, usually over-owned. Um, tonight, they're being a tad overlooked. They're coming off they beat the abs like the abs are a good team the air travel does worry me a little bit but it's not like they're going from the left coast to the east coast it's in the same time zone you just worry about you know their you know their routines and stuff but they're professional once they hit the ice they should be fine i don't mind going to dallas in the same time zone i thought one was bound one central half of the year i think oh maybe i don't know vegas which is (laughs) Vegas switches time zones like halfway through the year. Okay. Or I'm just making that up and I'm an, I'm I, I'm making that up and I'm going to make a fool of myself like I did with uh, the- Tyler's nodding yes, so it sounds like you might be making something yeah. up here. Okay, so that one may be true. The Winnipeg Airport one completely false. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Vegas one I'm interested in. Um Vegas two Chandler Stevenson's price came down a bit. I don't, you know, if you want to get really contrarian again, I don't mind them a little bit. Like Dallas, they just have not been great. The name values there, just they're just not great. So I don't mind getting contrarian with Vegas tonight either. But I do like uh, Dallas two, a little bit of Dallas one, and some two mans on Dallas three. Like Dallas's defensive numbers, expected goals against, shot attempts are middle of the league. They're not elite. Like this isn't some impenetrable defense that they're going into here. Right. So, um, yeah, I do like Vegas one. It's just that, you know, that time, that time or the little amount of time that they have to get ready for the game really does worry me. So, um, I don't know how much Vegas I'm going to have here. I do like Dallas. I do like Dallas too. Like you mentioned the Ben, uh, the Ben line is the line that I'm looking towards, but the reason is this, we have them as very high owned. Like we have both their top two lines at around 15%, which is about triple the top stack uh, likelihood that we have them at. But the difference for me is that Dallas second line, uh, Gurianoff and Ben on the second power play unit, you can sneak them in with Tyler Sagan because Sagan is listed as a winger. Uh, So you can sneak them into your lineup uh, you know, center, Ben's your center, Sagan, one winger, uh, Gurian off the next. All three are on the same power play unit together. Two of them are on the same line together. Um, I think it's a way to get really, really different with your lineup and what's going to be probably one of the chalk, the prob- well, it is going to be the chalkiest fill spot of the night. So I think if you want to get a bit different, just stick Sagan in that second line um, instead of Radulov. It's not Sagan. Was it Radulov on that? Yeah, Radulov on the second line. So yeah. stick Sagan instead of Radulov on that second line. So go Bangurian off Sagan, and then you have uh, a really uh, a more unique combination. Then you know if you want to throw a defenseman like Suter or Haskin in with them, that's just fine as well. But uh, that's kind of what I'm focusing on here is dropping Radulov and adding Sagan to that stack to make it a little bit more palatable uh, on the blue line. John Klingberg is going to be the defense is going to be the power play quarterback for the Hintz Pavelski power play unit. Uh, and then Suter and Haskinen are going to be the power play quarterbacks for the other power play unit. Suter down at 3,800 uh, is a pretty nice price. Alex Petrangelo still really expensive. Uh, 6,700. Anything sticking out to you on the blue line here? 
I just want to say Daniil Miromanov. I just want to say it. See if I could say it. That name's not real. Like that guy was is made up. He's a fictional character. But Nicholas Haig, thirty five hundred. I like. He's going to see a lot of minutes. He's going to block some shots. Braden McNabb, not too bad at thirty four hundred. I think on the uh, Dallas side, Klingberg makes sense. Like you said, with Dallas one, Suter Heskinen, Dallas two. If you know preference there, if you need a cheaper guy, go Suter. You want a more expensive guy, go. Miro, um, but that's really about it. Yeah, either the goalies stick out to you. I know I like Brassois personally, especially if one in three lineups are going to have some sort of Dallas stack. Yeah, I like both goalies in this game. Um, you know, Vegas back to back on the road. They're not even in Dallas yet. Kudobin makes some sense. Brassois, not a slouch. He probably could be starting for half the teams in the NHL. Um, he's the one thing I always worry about with the Stars is their shot volume, but. If you, especially if you're using Vegas, I think Brosois, correlating with Brossois makes some sense. Yeah, absolutely. I do like him here tonight, uh, along with Allmark. Uh, we do have a Hall of Fame here. We call it the Osmo Hall of Fame. And if anybody's ever wondered how they can get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with over 5,000 contestants. You tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff twitter account that's osmo hof then you can win a free month of osmo plus platinum it's just that easy uh you can only win one month per calendar year uh but we have lots of winners who've done it we have some up on the screen right now jordan lockhart took down six figures uh that looks like nfl to me uh congratulate yeah nfl monday night showdown uh we had uh spuffer we talked earlier just last night uh take down 25k uh playing nhl i know we had uh a six i believe it was a six figure nba hit not long ago so we're really starting to roll here uh, across all the sports um if you haven't won yet don't worry i haven't won yet this season either it is a long long nhl season uh just make sure that you have the osmo uh avatar uh, as your dfs dfs avatar and then follow all the steps to get in the osmo hall of fame because hey you win some money and then you win even more money by getting the free Osmo by getting the free month of Osmo plus platinum. It's really not a bad little deal. Um, all right. We got one game left to get to. Uh, we have almost 150 people here before you guys leave. If you could uh, throw us a thumbs up and click that subscribe button, the subscriptions uh, really help boost the numbers, make us look good uh, for our bosses. We're getting close to 65,000 subs and the more subs we have, the more shows we'll be able to bring in the future so please like and subscribe while you're here all right um philly 3.0 implied gold total going into edmonton edmonton has a 3.6 implied gold total uh the oilers looking like they have a top line with hyman and puliyarvi the wingers for connor mcdavid um it doesn't really matter to me specifically what the top six line combination is going to be because i'm more or less playing the same four or five players every time anyway yeah. so i'll just give it one of these with the line combinations because i'm playing mcdavid and i'm playing dry side and i'm playing high like i'm playing those guys regardless of what the line combinations are so why don't you talk about the philly side here because let's is there anything on the philly side that interests you yeah i is Dave, Dave Tippett's going to send out McDavid against Couturier, right? Yeah, but 
you know, I, we always say McDavid's matchup proof. Yeah, 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 no, but like it's gonna give me, it's gonna get me off Philly one if that's the case. Because you know, if Katoria was going into the dry side of Yamamoto Nuja Hopkins line, I'd be more interested. I see their ownership around six seven percent, and if you want to have a little bit in GBPs, that's fine. It's not something that I'm going to go crazy with. They are fully correlated on the power play. So, you know, Miko Koskinen, not very good. Um, so Philly two is interesting to me just because they're fully correlated on the second unit. They're getting almost no ownership and they're not going to see McDavid. And, you know, Dreisaitl, Yamamoto last year, their defensive numbers were very bad. You know, with Nugent Hopkins there, I imagine it boosted defensive numbers a little bit, but that line can be had a little bit and especially you know uh with the philly two ownership under one percent except for joel farabee at one one two percent i think you know it's a good way to get different in this game the flyers do have a three total on the road this is a six and a half total if you can get a fully correlated line for one percent like i think i'm going to be interested um so yeah i i really like edmonton one edmonton power play um going to guitar matchup or Couturier matchup uh, does worry me a bit, but it's McDavid. He's 9K. It's not like DraftKings did the proper thing and made him like 10-9. So at 9K, if you, Hyman at 5,100, I think it makes it possible. Like Jesse Pugliarvi is going to be the lowest owner of the trio. Uh, he does get a little bit of power play one time, but if you want to leave him off and put in the Nugent Hopkins or, you know, mix and match the power play guys, go for it. But so Edmonton power play. Philly two is where I'm looking tonight. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the Edmonton depth because you, there's something that we talked about in our discord earlier today. The Edmonton second line has actually been, has looked like the line from two years ago and not the line that they were last year. Um, they look much better defensively. They're controlling 59% of the expected goals. And the third line with De- uh, Derek Ryan and Ward Fogel, 60, 61% expected goal share. I think like, I know people are excited to use Philly because they have been good so far this year. Um, and they think Edmonton's depth is bad, but Edmonton's depth has not been bad. And I, like Derek Ryan and Warren Fogel are two good defensive players. So that that line has been good defensively. Is not really a big shock to me? So I'm out on Philly three. I'm similarly out on Philly one. I'm with you. I think Philly two is the line that I would use from the flyers here. Um, we do have them coming in um, at very reasonable ownership, like you said, around 1%. So uh, Philly 2 is the line that I would use here. They're in that no man's land where they're not so cheap that they're going to go in all the Edmonton uh, in Boston stacks, and they're not so expensive that they're prohibitive that you can't use other stuff. So Philly 2, if I was to use anything, that's on that side. But for me, it's just Edmonton power play again. Um, same same guys. Um, on the blue line, Evan Bouchard's really sticking out. He's one of our best values. His, like his fancy stats, like his micro stats, like transition play and playmaking are just like out of this world. Good. We're last year are again this year. I like Bouchard, even though he's not on the power play. Is there anybody else in the blue line you like here? Yeah, and I really like that Bouchard's on the top pair of nurse. Like last year when he was like 3,200, we're like, yes, he's in the game. And we got excited to play him. And then he played like nine minutes and then he was scratched for a week, but being on the top player with nurse, you know, he's going to get the minutes um, on the Philly side. Travis Sandheim's okay at 3,700, especially if you're using Philly too or Ivan Provorov if you have the money. But really, Edmonton side, I like Bouchard, Nurse, 
Barry, I guess if you're doing power play stacks, he's under 5K now. So he, he hasn't been great so far this season, but for under 5K in a power play stack, I think is fine. Yeah, I don't mind Provo either, 5,500. He should play 25 minutes tonight, uh, and a lot will have to flow through him. All right, uh, we got to move it along, but we do have more shows coming up. We have the NFL Know-How Strategy Show coming up at 425 Eastern. And then after that, we have the NBA Deeper Dive with Alex and Adam, and that rolls into the NBA Live Before Lock with Eric and Greg. Uh, I want to get your goalies and your hat trick pick. I'm going to get through mine real quick. The two goalies I'm looking at are Linus Allmark and Laurent Brassois, and my hat trick pick is Michael Bunting. I'm going Kadobin. I also like um, Vitek Vanacek. And my hat trick pick, I'm going way off the board here. I'm going to go Connor McMichael. I like it. Connor McMichael and Michael Bunting are your hat trick picks. One note. Uh, somebody mentioned that Moritz Cedar is now on the top power play for Detroit. I missed that yesterday uh, in their practice. So uh, add him to your Detroit power play one stacks if you want. But we do have to get out of here for Tyler, our producer, for Josh Harris, our single entry assassin. I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody. And stick around uh, for some uh, NFL strategy show coming up in about an hour and a half. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more.